You're listening to Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Join the fight as Carapace, Rex, Magnum, Wildstrike, and Sweet Spot fight their way through Iacon's underworld against criminal empires and a movement determined to bring an end to the Cybertronian Confederation. Hi, this is Rex. I'm in the office today. It's amazing how much fan mail we get. I thought I'd take a look at it and answer some of the burning questions you listeners have. Maya from Peru asks, Why is Carapace so mean and murderous? Well, my good friend Carapace was an only bot. The other bots didn't want to play with him. He was lonely and didn't learn good social skills. He is, however, under that gruff exterior, a good bot. He's especially good to have around when someone is shooting at you or trying to throw you off of a moving vehicle. Sophia from France asks, How fast can Sweat Spot really go? Well, good old Sweaty is fast, but he isn't the fastest bot around. I mean, everyone knows Blur is faster. I understand that Mach 5, Kit, and Lightning McQueen are also faster. But to answer your question of how fast he can really go, all I know is he made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs, and I'm told that's really impressive. Jack from Queensland, Australia asks, What kind of items does Magnum keep in him as a vending machine? Well, he should keep tires in there, but he doesn't. He keeps the kind of food and drink you would expect to find in any respectable vending machine. Pop-tarts, those mini donuts that look a lot like tires, assorted flavors of soda pop, beef jerky, bags of chips, cookies, etc. Good healthy snacks that everyone should eat four to nine times a day. Amar from Botswana asks, Who would win in a race, the Flash or Superman? Well, either way, it wouldn't be Sweat Spot. <laughs> But seriously, I think that has been determined at least once before. Flash is the fastest man alive. Unless he has a leg cramp or something, I would bet on him. That looks like all the mail we have here for now. Guess there was less than I realized. Anyway, keep sending in those letters and questions. I hope you enjoy this episode of Empire of Rust. Rex out. Yeah, it was nice. It was it was really good. I was... <laughs> Well, if we hadn't said anything, he just would have kept asking it. So, I mean, we had to, we had to get through it. Yeah. 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 No, absolutely. I mean, I, I certainly forced it. I mean, no no questions. Like most of the social interactions in your life. <laughs> forced it. Yeah. You forced it. Yep. Speaking of forcing things. Uh-oh. Let's jump right into this episode. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to our third episode of... Empire of Rust from Home. Yay. Hello. How is everybody? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the, the sad thing is, like, I can't see what you guys are looking like, so. Really? Is that sad? That's the yeah. sad part? Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it makes it it's easier for me to laugh at you <laughs> if I can see you. <laughs> Never had that problem before. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Just pull up Facebook. <laughs> Speaking of things that haven't happened to you before, Carapace. Yes. You're in for some tough times right here. Well, it's funny that you mention that because I think I've actually figured out a way, or at least forgotten, something that I can do that will actually save my life. Carapace's only power is called reflecting armor. 
And what Reflecting Armor does is it effectively gives me a force field that prevents uh, things that do actual hit point damage. And it doesn't work for stamina, but now that I'm in hit point damage, I can actually repel, um, repel damage. And it can absorb up to 10. And the amount of damage that that last attack on me did was less than 10. So I think that we had ruled in a previous discussion like a while back that if my force field completely prevents the damage, it prevents contact because it's actually a force field. So that last energy drain would not actually affect me. And you don't have to roll anything for it. It's just an immediate action that you can activate. Bam, just like uh, that. No, I have it on, but it's a. I have to activate it. I. It's one of those things like we never actually said that I did, and I, you know, it was it was one of those. It was a. The wording on how the thing works is kind of strange because it doesn't work on stamina, so you can't just be like, oh, I put it on at the beginning of the day, and then it just goes off. It's more of like a once you start getting hurt, that's when you can do that sort of thing. So we never said it on air. So that was a thing that, you know, I think that you had said was okay. Uh, but it's a... Because it lasts about uh, uh, 30 minutes for me. Okay. So you might have just survived this. Well, and die so. inconceivable! Oh, Wallace Shaw. Well, good, because I think I have, a, I have the best chance of this party surviving against this thing. So, please. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm happy you're still in the way of that thing. But I am... If this thing can do that energy drain thing with a soul spark thing every round, then I'm still one, because I'm effectively level one right now, I'm one touch away from being dead. So I'm hoping this thing goes down. Well, that might not be a problem anymore. So with that reflecting armor turned on, the seven damage that you were about to take is going to get reflected back right into the spark eater. Oh, please. It just kills it. Oh, my God. (laughs) Now, the spark eater only has four hit points left. (laughs) That's awesome. Yay. But. But. He also has one last ability called Death Throws. (laughs) Of course he does. Whoa. So once the Spark Eater takes uh, enough damage to kill it, which is the damage you are currently about to reflect. Absolutely. It is going to blow up as all that damage goes right back into its core, right into the sparks existing right in the center of this thing's torso. Okay. And all of that energy is going to go outwards. Okay. Now, Carapace, you are in the elevator right next to him. Yep. Uh, Rex, you are right next to Carapace. Uh, Grazer is right next to the the Spark Eater. Uh, Blazer is right behind. Uh, Blazer is right behind Grazer, right outside the elevator. Now, Sweet Spot, you are above above them, looking down. Yep. This explosion is going to happen in a 30-foot radius, which means all of you are going to get caught in it. Uh, Magnum, you are actually above, though. Yes. You are in the in the elevator doorway on the floor above. Uh, I am going to say you are out of range for, for this case. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Sweets and Blazer get a plus two on their save. 
to mitigate this. Yep. It's going. Can I like jump on the grenades, sort of, so to speak? I think you're still prone. Or did you get up? I don't remember. I'm not exactly sure. But either way, I mean, like it would probably be a reaction anyway, so I don't even know. But like, if I have the ability to get in the way or to like jump on top of it or to, you know, shove it into the corner and me pig pile on it, I will attempt to do that. I am. And if it's not, then you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm going to say no on that okay. one because actually, no, you you are standing up because I remember on the last episode you had you had got up and kind of pushed it back. As a, a move action, as you're standing up, you wanted to push in the corner, but I'd want that to happen. Right. So you move. As right, so we move forward, uh, and so now it, it's it's pretty much going to be a, a the explosion is going to be a reaction to the damage that it is that's coming back towards it. Okay. Don't worry. I think you guys will be fine. So it is going to be a reflex save. Uh, don't forget, uh, Rex. Don't forget that you are still shaken. From his, uh, from his, um... Fear. Yeah, his, uh, frightful presence. Uh, Grazer is not. Blazer is not. Blazer's gonna get a plus two because he's behind, uh, Grazer. Minus two two because you're shaken. Sweet spot, you get a plus two to your save. However, you never rolled against his frightful presence when you jumped down. So you know what? Let's go ahead and do that real quick. (laughs) Give me a will save. Okay, uh, hold on second here. Uh, right. So, that's gonna re- be a reflex save to dodge the fear, right? Yeah. Uh, nope. We'll save. Alright. I was like, uh, wait, what the hell? Man, this is you. <laughs> 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 uh, because I'm that fast. It is emotion, fear, mind-affecting, and sense-dependent effect, if any of that makes any difference. Uh, motion? That that should be able to be use a, uh, a reflex, right? Emotion. <laughs> Oh, right. Electronic motion. Yeah. Uh, well, which is, I'm which about is pretty much everything that we do. 70% electronic. All right, it looks like uh, my will saving throw is a 19. That is enough. You are immune to his frightful <clears throat> presence for uh, 24 hours. Oh, I ain't scared. Okay, and now I have to do one for the, uh, the reflex, right? Reflex save at a plus two to mitigate the damage from the explosion. Oh, this ought to be awesome. I got a 19 for my reflex scene. You passed. Carapace. Okay. Well, I actually have a minus two as well because I have two negative levels. And uh, I yep. have... A, I rolled an 11, and then I have normally a plus five, but that's a plus three, so it's a 14. That is not a pass. I did not think it would be. Rex. Rex got a 10. Fail. Laser got an 11. Fail. Grazer got a 19. Pass. So if you pass, you got half damage, and total damage is going to be 18. So 18 damage as the sparks inside this creature detonate and fill the entire elevator with energon. Is this energon? Is this physical or is this energy damage? Does DR help? Or does it go through DR? that's a good question. Uh, no, it doesn't actually say. It's a burst of energon, so I imagine that would be... Um, if you have resistances, it would work, but DR would not. Okay. What is... Yeah, I mean, just an ex, just a general explosion. That's considered, what, fire? 
Well, it depends. Like certain things, like if there's projectiles being, like a frag grenade is shrapnel. shrapnel. Yeah. Some of them are this some is... of them are fire. Some of them are force. Some of them are electricity. <clears throat> force but, ones too. Yeah, but when I think of, is it the energon that explodes, or does this thing's body explode proje- projected by the energon? It specifically, it's the actual spark itself that detonates. Okay. So it, it's pretty much pure energy. Okay. So then DR would not work. That's right. Which is unfortunate. So, so eighteen total, nine on a successful save, and the spark eater has done blown up and is dead. <sighs> Very nice. Well, Carapace had. 17 hit points. Ouch. But I had three points left in my reflecting shield. So I'm at two. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Nicely done. Oh, my God. Carapace, you're alive. Yeah. I mean, like, at this point, I'm just kind of collapsed and just being like, that sucked. (laughs) Like, I've never been hurt this bad, ever. I love how he was on the brink of death, and he's still the exact same number of hit points as Magnum does at full. <laughs> <laughs> and that, yeah, and that's after losing ten. Like. <laughs> so how, uh, how's death work with the companions? Can they use resolve, or can I heal them, or what are the rules on that? Um, yeah, Grazer has a resolve, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they should have, they should all have resolve, yeah. Uh, so once you hit zero, you go unconscious, and then you can spend one quarter of your total resolve points to uh, to stabilize. So negative doesn't matter once I hit zero, or nope, that doesn't matter. You don't really go into the negatives. You just you hit zero, and then that's it. As long as you have enough resolve points to to stabilize, then then you're good. You'll spend the spend the resolve, and then that's it. You're out of combat, so I'm not concerned about uh, about doing it in the proper order. And I'm sorry. What happens? I use a resolve, and what do I get? One hit point. Uh, you spend. Yeah, you would end up. You would. End, correct me if I'm wrong. You spend one to stabilize, and then one to. You can spend one after that to get one hit point, but there's no point to do that. You would probably have Magnum come down and and heal you guys. Okay. Or I think uh, Rex can. Rex has. I, I have a power to heal. to heal. Yeah. So. so oh yeah. Yep. Okay. So I just need okay. to use one resolve to stabilize, and then I can heal him. And we move forward. Did Rex die? No. No, you're you're good. We're all hurt, but only one of us is dead right now. Which one of your companions was it? Uh, Blazer. No. And I rolled a one, so he's at one, I guess. Oh. One hit point. Yeah. Okay. So Carapace nearly dies. Blazer goes down, and everyone else is still super hurt. Wow, this was a tough fight for you guys. Yeah, it was. I'm just fine. <laughs> I didn't get close <laughs> enough. Didn't have a chance to get well, close I was enough say, to get harmed. Considering that half the party, like all the smart people, were in another room trying to make it so the building doesn't explode, so it's like a divide and conquer sort of thing. And it's like, yay, we won the fight! Up, oh, the building just exploded. Fuck, you know. Oh, the building's exploding. It's gonna soon. I thought. <laughs> I thought. I thought you guys were, like, containing Energon leaks or something. Yeah, that's what we were doing yep. when you, when you yep. started after this. I thought I thought Blue Shift, I thought Blue Blue Shift lighted stayed. up a cigar. 
<laughs> he heard we he heard we won. It's time for a victory cigar. <laughs> Speaking of which, Blue Shift. Let's let's head up to see what you're doing. What's Blue Shift up to? He's lighting the energy on fire and blowing up the place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. That's a little no, dark. Was, That's uh, a little dark for you. <laughs> he was continuing to can- contain the leak, and I don't know how many rounds went by. Like while there was combat down here that we didn't go back to Blue Ship that he would have been I, working on that leak. So. Yeah, I think it was only like two, two maybe three rounds. It was a couple. Since we separated? Because I was up in there. Yeah. And it was going to take you about a good 20, 30 minutes or so to, to clean up all of the the, the trail of Energon oh. that is heading around the engineering bay. Because if you remember, what was happening was that the one of the containers was punctured and was leaking, mm-hmm. and it kept on cycling around the room as the, the automated system found that it, was, uh, it wasn't full, so it kept on getting put, pulled back to, the, uh, to the, the, where the Energon comes in, mm-hmm. and then it was filled, and then it was moved around, and then it leaked again, and then it came back. So it, it's made this big loop all around the engineering trailing energy on the entire time. And if I'm not mistaken, we stopped it from moving and we stopped the energon from coming in so it wouldn't continue to fill while we were uh, maintaining the leak. Well, we we stopped it from emptying out of the container. If it was still under full, it might have gotten cycled around again to be refilled. I think Blue Shift stopped the movement while uh, Sweet Spot um, plugged the hole. Yeah, plug the hole. Yeah, I think everything stopped now. But he just have we have mm-hmm. the energon be gone to use yes. to and deactivate <laughs> all the energon on the floor. Basically, is what needs to be done now, and uh, that's what Blue Shift stayed to do. Although now that we're done getting killed, uh, we can go up and help him. Hopefully, speed yep, things we up. We should probably do that. Well, let me uh, do some first together. aid here first. Yep. Uh, I'm not too badly hurt, so I'm going to head up and, and help out Blue, Blue Shift. All right. Okay. What do you heal, Magnum? Stamina or uh, hit points? Just hit points. Oh. Well, so, good, because I need those. Yeah. <laughs> How many of those do you need? Well, that depends. So can you do some sort of weird Energon voodoo to restore these lost levels? Well... I don't know. I could certainly try. So you get a save at the end of the day to uh, prevent these levels from becoming permanent. Okay. It's a DC 16 fortitude save. Oh, that's... And I think you have to... Yeah, I'm pretty certain you have to make a separate save for each level. Right. Uh, so, Rex, you have one, and Carapace... Actually, I want to say you have three, because you, you got hit by it twice. Once was a crit. No, one of them was the crit, and that's what brought me down to the level two. And the the last one was the one that was reflected, because if I'm at if 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 I'm at three, I'm automatically dead, and that was the problem. Oh, okay, okay, okay gotcha, gotcha. Because if the number of negative levels that you have equals your character level, you're just dead. Then there's no there's no coming back from that. Well, since uh, Blue Shift had about uh, twenty to thirty minutes left of cleanup, and I help him, if I'm helping him out, that might be cut in half. Uh, you guys are going to be waiting around a little bit anyway. You might as well rest up and get back some stamina points at least. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But it's the 
like if he's going to be like so I have I can have up to 17 hit points restored currently but I could have as many as 27 if I was healed and same thing like my resolve my stamina is also lowered by 10 so it's like a it's the difference it's effectively 20 it's a difference of 20 so if it's something that he can fix now then let's see how much if I pump you full of energon see what how well, let me let me feel the uh, fill, fix some of the hit points you have now, so at least you're not like on the verge of death. Yeah, and then we'll I'll do some experiments to see if I can get your levels back. Sure. So, what experimentation. Is the, what what condition is the are negative levels considered? Is there is there an energy drained? I'm not seeing one. It is energy drain specifically. All right, Pythagoras is going to. Whip out some energons, and okay, he will heal Carapace for eleven points. Okay, let's do, so do a little I bit better at, than that. Well, so right now I'm at thirteen out of a maximum of seventeen, unless um, I can get those hit points back. So. Well, I gave you sixty six more. Okay, so so I'm um, at seventeen, and then Rex and company. Blazer needs seven. So, whoop, he gets nine. Thank you. Um, any any of the other your guys? Grazer needs one more hit point, <laughs> if you want to do it. He gets three points. Thank you. Oh, so one thing I'm, I'm reading right here, Mike, it says that negative levels are temporary unless the effect that bestows them specifies that they are permanent. If you have a temporary negative level, you can attempt a saving throw each day to remove those negative levels. The DC is the same DC as the effect that caused it. If you have negative levels from multiple sources, you must attempt a separate save saving throw to remove the negative levels as they come. Uh, yeah, there's nothing on the, the stat that says it's, They're uh, permanent. it's permanent. So what that means is every I can keep making saves every day until I succeed. But uh-huh. yeah. okay. if it was negative, if it was permanent, then... Uh, then you would need, like, restoration. All right. So it will eventually go away. Yeah, just, just today, like, I am I am a, a weakened little kitty right now. <laughs> well, let's see what I can rig up here. Yep. Can Pythagoras do some work uh, to, I mean, what's left of this, uh, this, uh, Energon sucker here? Uh, not a whole lot. As I'm kind of, like, slumped over in the corner, I'm like, what the hell was that thing? Like, it reached into me, and, like, it didn't hurt me. It pulled something out of me. It's a, it's a spark eater, apparently. Apparently, they're real. And uh, that's what they do. They suck energy, spark energy on out. And uh, eventually, so just is remove my, your spark. is my... Is my spark splattered all over the walls of this elevator? And in which case, can we scrape it off and put it back into me? <laughs> I'm working on that. <laughs> Think about it. Your spark's still alive, so it will regenerate completely eventually. The fact that you're you're sitting there in the corner actually talking to Magna means your spark is okay. okay. Well, I didn't know if, if it was broken <laughs> and there were pieces. Like, is it like a liquid and I can – is it like paint? Like, can I pick it up and put it back into the can? No, not like that. You know, but I'm going to do my best. He, to, I'm going to do my best to do that in a form of more if technical. He, if he channels energy into me, would that allow me to make a save now? I was going to uh, try that. Know. It all depends what Magnum's going to okay, do. Cool. I will stop talking then. This is all in Magnum's court. Dun dun dun. Magnum's court. 
Is that a giant gun turret out there? I hope so. Yes, it is. I was going to be like, we should have used that on it. <laughs> yes. I think if, if the battle had lasted any longer, we might have gotten a chance to. All right. Well, is there any, any of the sparks that were in this thing at all uh, active anymore? Nope. Boom. That's what any happened. Any latent energy? I imagine I could salvage some energon like I could from anything else. Can I get extra, or...? Yeah, you can salvage some energon. I'm going to do a thorough a work up on Carapace and see if I can do like sort of a jump start of his depressed spark because I think it's just sort of being suppressed a bit. So sure, and try to zap him and get give him extra saving throw or something like that. Okay, so you can extract your energon as normal from the from the creature. So go ahead and do you can go ahead and do that. And then go ahead and give me a medicine check once you are ready. One more energon. Medicine. All right. Rolling medicine. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Oh, boy. Fifteen. Fifteen, huh? Or can I take twenty? Because I have plenty of time while they uh, go up there and work on that thing. You do, don't you have some? Yeah, you have some time. Yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. You can go ahead and take 20 on this All one. All right, so at 20, that's a 31 medicine check. And you should be grateful for it, too. Uh, yes, I am. <laughs> I certainly am. <laughs> <laughs> Feeling like I'm being extorted here. <laughs> What'd you get for the roll? Yeah, uh, it would be a 31. So you can see uh, kind of little bits and pieces of, of Carapace's spark kind of still clinging to this creature's, like, clawed hand. Uh, it, it's like hand and forearm is one of the, the few like, remaining intact pieces on the body. Is it your, the hand being embedded in Carapace protected it from the rest of the explosion? <laughs> A little bit. It got jammed inside the, uh, the, the force field. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's try to do some extraction of that and, and put it back where it belongs. You think that if you uh, if you're careful about it, uh, you might be able to get enough enough uh, kind of spark remnants to uh, maybe help him out just a little bit. And if you're successful, uh, we're gonna do. Uh, what do I want to do on this one? Let's do life science on this one. All right. And if you are successful, then Carapace can go ahead and make one of his saves early. That's awesome. All right. Everybody cross their fingers. So Pythagoras will scrape up uh, <laughs> bits of carapace off the hand. And here we go. <laughs> All right. Life science. 26. Damn, Pythagoras. Yeah, that's enough. All right. So, carapace, go ahead and do a 42 save, DC 16. And if you are successful, you get one of your negative levels removed. Okay. Uh, this might be overkill, but I am doing this with the minus two because I still have the level. Is there anything that he can do as part of his medicine check to boost that? Mm, no, nah, I don't think okay. so. I didn't think so, but I figured I'd ask. Okay, so with, this is with a plus five, and I have to beat a 16. Yep. And I rolled a 14, so I have a 20. Nice. Sorry, uh, 19, but enough. Whew, okay. All right. Now, does he get those that gap of hit points back? Were you at max before? 
I was at yeah, my hit points had been had been fully restored. Okay. Then yep. I'm yeah. Okay so with my that. what it yeah what it does is when you get it back, your current and maximum hit points both go back up five. All just right. as like when you go down. So so my maximum hit point cur- currently is twenty two as opposed to twenty seven. Okay. So twenty two. And not so bad, right? Oh no, not at all. And now I my stamina because I'm resting now is down to twenty eight. So let me modify that on the chart. All right. Did anyone else lose a level? Uh, uh I, I apparently uh, did. Yes, I was just gonna say. Like, all right. <laughs> Can I uh, attempt the same operation on Rex? Sure. Why not? All right. Life science twenty-four. That is, yeah, it's enough. Same thing for you, Rex. You can go ahead and make a fort save DC sixteen, and if you succeed, you will get your negative level removed. And I have negatives for being under, right? Right now. Just a negative one. Yeah, so I got a fifteen, so I failed. Ooh. Oh man, it just one off too. Um, you're no longer frightened though, so you shouldn't have that minus two. Do I have a minus not- from the fortitude? Uh, do I have a minus so, from like, the negative level? You you have the minus from the negative level, but you're no longer shaken because the thing that you are afraid of is yeah, dead. Yeah, I, I got a 16 minus 1 is 15, right? So Okay, so that wasn't yeah, including the... I wasn't even thinking the, about shaking. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been worse. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, we'll have to work on that some more on you guys. But everyone at full hit points at this point? As best uh, they're yes. able. I am, yes. Yeah, I guess so. How Sweet. is, um... I gotta go fix Sweet Spot at some point. I was gonna say, how is, um, Blazer? He's got his hit points. So, so I suggest you guys do your rest and <clears throat> use your resolve to get your stamina back yeah. if you want. Yep. yep. Okay. I, I was actually not resting. I was helping out uh, yeah, Blue Shift with a cleanup. Yeah, that's why I didn't heal you, because you're not here right now. So, uh, I guess the last thing I'll do is Pythagoras will do a, um, a life science analysis of this critter and take any any surviving samples that might be interesting about how it works. You know, because people, people probably need to know that these things aren't mythical. Well, I was actually curious, like, if this thing is like a spark eater, like, could its, its like, matrix, like, house another spark like you know does it have the ability to actually contain like other sparks well it did so well that's, that's what i'm one saying of the I mean, like, i'm analyzing it because i want to know how it does that yeah you know in its now dead state like is that a thing that can be done you can analyze it pythagoras but it, this is going to take you a while to to do you did a uh, a life science check on this at the end of last episode like once you kind of peered your head over the uh, the gap into the elevator shaft, but unfortunately, you did not get high enough to learn anything uh, useful, aside from the fact that it's a spark eater. All right, well, can I take a 20 on the, the uh, life science to do it on a thorough one? Because this could be very important. If you guys are okay with that, spending a little more time, well, somebody useful goes up and helps. You already, what I'm saying is you already rolled oh, okay. it. So you can't go for it again. So, okay. in, so until you have access to say something like a data network, 
like the ability to like hack into the internet, then you wouldn't, you can't make the check. It's like so if I you get know a, what you know. If I get access to other information, I might be able to try it again. All Correct. right. All right. Well, I will take some samples and do that. As long as you uh, promise not to bring it back from the dead, uh, I have no problem with you bringing the body along <laughs> so that you can examine it later. Uh, well, let's just. I kind of want to drag the whole thing around all over the place. Let's, is there much? The body's not much left of it, anyway. Is there? It's yeah. pieces. Take. I'll just gather the pieces <clears> and uh, <throat> keep them here in a pile. You just take the torso, right? <laughs> Hang the. Put, put him put him in your closet. Take it to the head, hang it on a chain around his neck. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, boy. <laughs> I can totally see Megan doing that. So I'm done. So So um what did you guys find in the other room there when we were fighting? Uh there was a massive energon leak in there. And uh Blue Shift stayed we patched Sweet Stot patched the hole. Blue Shift was cleaning up some of the energon and, and managed to stop the machinery from pouring. Um, and moving it around, but there's a lot of it up there to prevent the whole place from blowing up. He's disabled. He's basically cleaning it up and deactivating it so it doesn't isn't flammable anymore. Yeah, I I definitely need a a tire change. Yeah. All right. Um, um, is there any is there anything else in here? Like, could there be another one of these freaking things? Could be. Oh, that was. You haven't seen any indication of a second one, right. but. One mythical creature at a time, I guess. This guy didn't we have hope. a membership card. One of three. Son of a bitch. Alright, I guess I'll go back upstairs to help. Uh, I'll reconnect and go back upstairs to help out. Sweet spot. Okay. I'm going to go check out that gun turret thing and see what that is. And what is Sweet Spot and Rex and the Herd doing? Well, as stated before, I was uh, helping to clean up. I'm assuming that's not quite done yet. Or is it? Uh, a few more, a few more minutes, and you'll be all done. Already? That's how I'll be doing. The hurdle stick with Carapace. So the two of you then are investigating the uh, bottom level here, and the rest of you are heading upwards uh, back up to the second floor. Okay? All right. All right. So, Carapace and Rex... Or I should say, Rex and friends. Here's what you guys see on the bottom level. Now that you have some uh, a few minutes here to kind of look around and actually figure out what the hell is going on. So at the bottom of the elevator, the doors open to reveal a small room that serves as the building's exit to the mechanical forest that surrounds the Energon Lake. Standing in the middle of the room is a heavy weapon mounted on a hastily constructed tripod uh, made of scrap metal pointing towards an open set of doors that leads outside. Next to the door is a sign that says, Do your part to prevent workplace accidents. Keep the wildlife in the wild. (laughs) Against the wall stands an open storage locker labeled supplies uh, with various pieces of survival equipment. So go ahead and give me a perception check, both of you. Whoa. How did I miss the table? That's amazing. Perception is... I got a minus one, so I have an eight. What about your Rex? Combine the herd, go to 21. Damn. 
Well, it makes perfect sense. You know, Carapace, you just had a near-death experience going on there, you know? Yeah, that was, that was close. Uh, Carapace, you see a door, a gun, and a locker. That's all you see. Rex, you, as you are looking around, you uh, take a look at the storage locker, and you can tell uh, that there's some stuff inside. There is an energon converter, a radiation sweeper, two emergency beacons, three batteries with 20 charges apiece, and a blasting weapon fusion. Ooh, blasting, huh? Mm-hmm. So that's energon converter, radiation sweeper, two emergency beacons, three batteries, and a blasting fusion. Correct. And a partridge in a pear tree. Name sweet spot. <laughs> Oh, is that the bird? <laughs> no. Kaka! Kaka! <laughs> I think that's the partridge. AKA laser. Uh, Rex, you can also tell that the weapon that is uh, mounted in the middle of the room here is a tactical cathode cannon with eight charges left on its battery. Uh, there is a splattered pool of energon on the floor next to the turret, and blast marks against the wall near the open door. I guess we can figure out what happened here. <laughs> is this something that uh, Carapace could take and use, or is it too big? No, it's a it's a standard weapon. So yeah, if you want to take a minute to dismount it and and take it with you, yeah, absolutely. Is it a heavy weapon, long arm? Uh, it is a level four heavy weapon. What uh, what damage type? One d ten electricity. Oh, electricity. Forty foot range. Uh, f- uh, capacity is forty charges, but it takes four charges per shot. Unwieldy, wide line. Oh, wide line is super cool. Wide line. It shoots in a straight line, but it's so it doesn't just hit everything in a five foot line, it hits everything in a 10-foot line. It's a fat laser. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's a hallway clearer. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty sick. I think Campus might have found his new best friend. Um, you said it had eight charges left, so that means there's two shots? Yep. And we didn't find, we haven't found any of the other 40 charge rounds, is that correct? Uh, no, the only batteries you found are the, the three twenty charge ones in the storage locker. You can't attach a smaller battery on there. I'll point out the other stuff I found to Carapace so he knows. Uh, I don't know what a lot of that stuff does, other than the blasting thing, which is pretty cool. You know, it's like a... You could turn a weapon that doesn't normally have, like, an area of effect into an area of effect once a day, but it does less damage. Like, you know, it's like... What's the radiation sweeper? Is it like a... Literally sweeps for radiation. It's a radiation finder. I mean, or would I know that? <laughs> I don't think you would know that. Feels like a toy that Pythagoras would play with. Yeah, it, it does feel a bit more like that. Another sensor. Uh, yeah, I'll give the the quick description because uh, as soon as as soon as uh, Pythagoras sees it, he'll he'll know what it is. And I'm sure even like Blue Shift and maybe even Sweet Spot would know what it is too. A common sensor is the radiation sweeper, a handheld device capable of detecting radiation within 120 feet. Uh, The sweeper emits warning pings in different tones to indicate the presence of low, medium, high, or severe radiation, and displays the areas of radiation on a screen at the top of the device. 
Uh, you must take a move action each round to use the sweeper, and a sweeper cannot detect radiation through three feet of dirt or wood, a foot of stone, or an inch of uh, an inch of metal, thin sheet of lead, or any force field. It's handy-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, requires one charge on the battery per minute of use. Uh, it is specifically from uh, the Armory, page 107. And the energy converter? I'm touching this gun. <laughs> <laughs> so is this gonna? Is this all the result of someone accidentally leaving the door open? I was gonna say, like, you're like, hey, we could put a gun aimed at the door, or we could just close the door. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know what. <laughs> it's, it's, it seems a bit. Wouldn't be sporting. Like, can we close the door? <laughs> yeah, let's see if that damn thing will close. Uh, your energon converter uh, allows you to turn battery energon, like charges from battery, into life-sustaining energon. Oh my god. But at an inefficient rate. As a standard action, you may drain five charges from a battery that is not currently loaded onto another item to heal 1d8 hit points. That is That's awesome. That's still pretty darn good. Nothing we do is efficient, so it, it fits us totally. <laughs> <laughs> 1d8 plus 1? Uh, no, just a standard 1d8. Because it, no, it has nothing to do with like your ability or anything. It's just... It, it's, it's literally just taking a, a battery charge and shoving it into <laughs> uh, someone's body, essentially. I was going to say, it's like this changes my relationship to batteries. You're like, oh, this is just like, these are soul housings. Like, I'm shooting life force at people. <laughs> Stop shoving batteries up your arm. <laughs> that ain't no battery in my tailpipe. I know I'm not happy to see you. That's not your tailpipe. <laughs> well, this locker was like Christmas in July in yeah. Cybertron. <laughs> should, it's good to have a, a second source of healing. Yeah. How, rate, how, we're, we're losing characters. How often can that be used as many batteries you have right like i will because that's pretty, that's insane pretty much yeah okay. i mean it's gonna drain uh, your battery pretty you know, pretty quickly right. but i know what i'm buying next <laughs> a big bag of batteries <laughs> <laughs> all the batteries on the planet hey sometimes you're gonna hit it one sometimes you're gonna hit an eight so yeah no i mean it, yeah i mean like carapace carries 10 batteries with him normally yeah, even if it were like uh, five charges to one hit point, that's still basically it. it's still, yeah. yeah, it's still worth it. Because one normal battery has four, four uses of that. So a normal battery becoming up to four d eight hit points is amazing. And uh, and that's hit that's points. Great. That's hit points, not stamina. Correct. Hit points, not stamina. Almost nothing gives stamina. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the last thing that the two of you notice in the room uh, is as you are examining the open door, it looks like the control panel for the door was disabled. Disabled? Yep. Inside or outside? Uh, it's on the inside. But not destroyed? It looks like it was like like popped open and a bunch of stuff was disconnected. Sabotage. Mm. Yeah, it's like somebody, not me, should probably look at this. Yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. <laughs> so we have the, the blast fusion, too. It's like the blast fusion. Yep. Uh, this weapon fires in a cone that extends only to its first range increment. Each attack you make... That's fair. 
With the blast special property, roll one attack against each target in the cone, starting with those closest to you. Each attack takes a minus two penalty in addition to other penalties, such as the penalty to all attacks during a full attack. Roll damage only once for all targets. If you roll one or more critical hits, roll the extra critical damage only once, and apply it to each creature against which you score a critical hit. You can't avoid shooting allies, nor can you shoot any creature more than once. Attacks with blast weapons ignore concealment. So you kind of say, like, where are you shooting? <laughs> left. Okay, well, left it is. It's only once per day, huh? No, it's that you attach it to your weapon and it gives you that property. No, it's the the blasting fusion allows you to use that ability once per day as a full round action. And it can't be applied to a weapon that already has the automatic or blasting effect. So, like, my Red Star Conqueror... Red Star Conqueror... <laughs> That was great. I didn't even have to prompt you. That was wonderful. Uh, <laughs> like, it doesn't have it doesn't have either of those abilities. So, like, I could apply that, but it would be instead of a sixty foot range, it would be a thirty foot cone, and it would do D ten plus three halved. You know, to everybody in that target. So it's like if we're fighting a whole bunch of mice, then that might be worth it. But like right now, until we get like a slightly bigger gun. It's not going to be really worth it. Why is it? Why is it's it good to have half? Because the blasting property specifically says uh, the the blasting fusion specifically says. So, okay. Yeah, it kind of divides the the effect over an area instead of a single target. Yeah, it says uh, this attack has ma- the maximum range of thirty feet and deals half the weapon's normal damage. Really? Yep. So that's just under blasting weapon fusion. Okay, so the. Well, I was looking into the blast property. Uh, so the blast Correct. weapon fusion yep. isn't sim- as good as the blast it's similar. property. It's not, yeah, it's not just as simple as that. Okay. Yep. Right. Yep, and it's once per day as a, as a, as a full action, so. <clears throat> yeah, all right. So that is considerably less than adding a property to Right. It's not like a, it's like a once per day. It's a, it's a, a trick to have every so often, but it's not a, you know, and all the time. Alrighty, then. Again, like, things like this, like, like once we start getting into, like, the level 10 items where you're getting, like, multiple die of damage, then these things start getting pretty nasty. But, like, right now, it's, like, half of a D10, you know. We'll get there. <laughs> All right, so back up to the second floor, Sweet Spot and Blue Shift, our speedy team of two. Zip zoo. What? What are you two doing? We'll say that you've uh, you've got ahead and cleaned up all of the energon in there, so uh, it's the the building is not at risk of blowing up if someone just drops a cigar on the floor <coughs> or a cigarette. Magnum. <laughs> I haven't had a cigarette for a while. They stole my lighter, remember? Oh yeah. All right. So, Blue Shift, what do you think? Is there a way that we can uh, maybe seal off this room to protect it? I want to check to see if this is a sabotage or if it was an accident. All right. I will uh, stand guard at the door whilst you uh, go ahead and check that out by computer or uh, physical examination of the evidence. Because say, Pythagoras, can you use your sabotage detector? <laughs> bing, 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 Detector. I can be confused as to what I'm detecting here. <laughs> uh, when I get up there, I will heal sweet spot, but I imagine it's going to be a little while before. Actually, I did not get into the hit point area of my oh, life force. There's nothing I can do for you. So I am 
Yeah, there's nothing you can do for me. Well, I'll go up there uselessly, then. You could hit him into the hit points <laughs> and then heal him. <laughs> I saved your life! <laughs> and then remind him that he owes you a favor. <laughs> That's Grease the wheels, baby. Magnum. Do you remember the that time? Boss. Remember that time that I healed you? Yeah, after you beat the shit out of me. <laughs> Listen, this is Pythagoras. He's gonna just punt him down a stair staircase. <laughs> uh, Blue Shift, what are you doing? I want to check to see if we can determine if it was sabotage or if it was an accident. Uh, go ahead and give me a physical science check, please. I can do that. Not very well. A 13. You only have to do it well enough. You can determine that the the puncture is not a uh, like a natural puncture, so it's not like something trying to take a bite out of it. It does look like it was... Uh, like an like an impact, uh, like hole, like someone actually hit something, hit this thing hard enough to cause a cause damage to it. Okay. And you can tell that it happened less than eight hours ago. Interesting. Okay. So it was most likely done intentional. I will let everybody know that. Uh, we had our suspicions. Well, now we have confirmation. It's probably it's probably Punchitron. Punchitron. Damn, punch run. So hard. I have a door down here for you guys to fix. Alright. It seems to run on some form of electricity. We also found Santa's stash. What? Santa Claus is here. Santa Tron. Santa Claus Tron is here. <laughs> <laughs> Tron. It's like in the other game, it's space whatever, and in this, it's Tron whatever. Yeah, I didn't create Transformers. No, no, it's space in here too. That's true. Tron is here. <laughs> <laughs> Have him save me a stocking. Please. You get nothing but coal. What's a, what's a stocking? Well, it's when we refill Magnum with all the stuff he sold out of. <laughs> Isn't that restocking? Not if he's completely empty. I'm getting short of short on palm walls. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Blue Shift, did you want to do uh, anything else while you're up here? Uh, sweet Spot, you mentioned closing off the room? Uh, yeah. Uh, whoever sabotaged this in the first place might still be looking about. I highly doubt it, but still, it'd be nice to make sure that they don't come back to finish the job. Sounds good. I'll see what I can do. All right. Uh, let me get out of the room first. Of course. I was going to say, that's a tactic that I typically use. When I set a bomb, I tend to stick around to make sure that it goes off, right? And for some reason, I, I had your your little voice in my head when uh, <laughs> when he said that it was definitely sabotage. Although sticking around in this case would be, you know, in this hemisphere, basically, because how big this explosion would be if, when, it, when it went off. Oh, so I know, that's what I'm saying. I, noticed, I'm saying he might have noticed it didn't go off, and, but it might take him two days to get back here. It would be it would be stupid to stay here, considering how big this bomb would have been. Is what the point I, I was making. I can making. imagine. There's probably some tiny little bot standing on the hill overlooking the station, saying, "There was a kaboom supposed to happen. Where was the earth shattering kaboom?" <laughs> nice. That that triggered like an Elmer Fudd for me for some reason. I approve of this. All right, Mike, go ahead and give me... Uh, actually, you know what? Let me ask you first. Are you going to try and hack the computer to 
uh, prevent the, the prevent the door from opening, or do you want to like physically like prevent the door from from opening for a while? Pretty much, do you want to do a computers check, or do you want to do an engineering check? Either one's the same for me. I think probably engineering, because I can get out of the room and then mess with the door. That makes sense. Yeah, that that makes sense to me. Sure. Uh, ten. You uh, yeah, you open up the the uh, like the locking mechanism for it, and you try to to seal it off as best you can. You think it'll hold for a little while, but you think that if someone really determined wants to to get in, they're probably going to to be able to get around it. But it'll stop someone like um like Carapace from getting in. Okay. You uh, I did my best. The door is locked Liar. as best I could. Okay, that's good enough for me. Let's uh, let's head on down and see what uh, what the others are up to. All right, sounds good. You guys on the channel? You guys uh, still picking us up? Oh yeah, listening to you nerds talk. Uh, I'm not sure what that means, but we're on our way down, and here we are. <laughs> <laughs> but you you are fast. <laughs> Gravity helps. Okay, and. What do you want to figure out then? What are you trying to do with the uh, the outside door? Just close it. But it's just been it, just it's been it? deactivated. You know, it's been on. You know, disabled. So I was curious if they could re-able it. It, it was disabled. Open. Yes. It was op- It was opened, and then it was like the door control was disabled, so it can can no longer open or close. Oh, so it was open in the usual way, or was it? Like, forced or blown open? Uh, you can make a computer's check to try and determine that. Ooh. I really don't think I would. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, but the, the doors aren't off the hinges. They're just open. Correct. I'll assist with that. Computers. Computers, correct. Are you are you aiding me or am I aiding you? I was aiding you, but I did not. Okay. Rex just crushed it. I gave you a plus four. Nice. And there's my roll. 23. 23 just off of me. Uh, did you Did you give me a hand? Did you help out? You didn't help out, did you? I helped out. You know. Plus four from Rex. <laughs> Rex did. He added four. Four from Pythagoras. He added four. Four and four? Roll the 20. <laughs> See? All right, so we're looking at a 31 here. 31 for computers. I'm not even that good at it. I suppose that's enough. It better be. It was good enough last, last week. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the pre- pretty much all three of you kind of get like not all three, like all four of you get in there, and you're all just kind of poking and prodding at it, <laughs> scratching our chins. Mm, 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 <laughs> mm. It'd be funny. Just carapace just walks over to the other side, hits the close button. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> and you pop your finger right in the control there, reattach a wire, bink, and then all of a sudden, was it the door. red wire? It's always the red wire. No, you're thinking about bombs. For doors, you want to uh, go with the uh, green wire. This is why I assist. And, <laughs> and yes, the, the door closes. I, I thought all wires were red. Oh no, I just realized. Carapace is <laughs> colorblind. <laughs> like a T-Rex, he only sees he motion. He knows the color of fleshly spilled energy. <laughs> red? I don't know. So, I, I always imagine it as an electric blue. All right, so you get the the door closed, no problems. Where to now? Well, there's this long hallway up here. Wonder where this goes. 
I will follow Sweet Spot. Get up here and peek around the corner. I will go with them. Hey, Sweet Spot. I realized I didn't have a eulogy for Carapace either. Why would you need a eulogy? Well, I don't know. It's always good to be prepared. I believe that is true as well. That's why I brought Carapace. Yes. He was... He was a tough pot. Like a large macadamia nut. Only considerably more dangerous. Matter of fact, I don't know any nuts that are actually uh, that dangerous. I suppose if you swallow one. Alright, so all of you are heading down the hallway, and you come to a dead end with an elevator. I'm not sorry. With a, uh, a ladder heading up to the next floor. So you think this probably connects up to the backside of the of level two. Shouldn't there be more down here? Who's the who's the blue bot? And who's the blue circle? Blue shift. Oh, is that what you look like? I don't think I've ever seen a picture of what you look like. That's cool. Sorry, I was like, wait, who, we we just we had a new bot all of a sudden. <laughs> Have you not been listening to the podcast, Pat? <laughs> <Yeah>. Mike, change, <laughs> Mike changes out his character at least uh, once every other episode. That's true. <laughs> Based off of our wandering. About on the previous level, did we did we come across this kind of ladder there that would go down? Yes. Okay. Yes, you did. So we're pretty sure we know where this goes. Yeah. If it goes up and we're on the ground floor, well, we've probably been up there. Hmm. What about the door next to the elevator down there? That's the other elevator. I think that was the supply room. Oh, that was the supply room. So we've been in there. Right down here. Yeah. So I thought the I thought this was the other elevator. This was the way out because that's where the gun was facing and then this uh-huh. is the supply room. But okay. I could it could be that this is the way out. It's just the the gun wasn't drawn on it correctly and then this is the supply room. But no, you were you were correct the okay, first time. Awesome. Yep. Outside door, uh supply closet. Elevator two, elevator one. So where does this and this is the where does this go? This is the also a ladder upwards. Yeah, it goes up as well. So there's nothing. There's nothing going down. Right. You're at the the. You are currently at the the lowest level, uh, the the ground floor outside level. And I think the only reason we came down here is because the fight kind of yeah. I I, us I pushed the thing down the elevator shaft and jumped on top of it. Yeah. So that's awesomely. so that's that's my fault. Did you say possibly or awesomely? Awesomely. Oh, yes, I agree. <laughs> you could have said possibly because you were almost playing dead. Possibly. <laughs> That's good. Hurt, hurt. All right. I, I made yeah. Carapace laugh. My job is done here. You get to and live I'm another day. <laughs> so what are we thinking here, guys? Um, has this completed the circuit of everywhere uh, that we need to check? I mean, I'm not, I'm sure. not sure we could call this thing secured unless... Well, it, we're at the base level, so let's yeah. uh, work our way back up. Double over our If I recall tracks. last week, the, the, there was a guy that was on the ship that we came in on that disappeared and was seen coming over here. Yeah. So, like, bomb face or something? Ratchet, wasn't it? <clears throat> was it? <laughs> I don't know. Sounds good. The couple things that you, you saw last time was that... Uh, laser noticed movement on the dock and uh, Chief Engineer Rail had disappeared. Okay. You don't have very good luck with train related bots. So it wasn't there a room that where there were some cyber foxes that we just said no? 
Oh, we killed everyone. Anyone we didn't didn't leave? Did we leave what, any alive? The turbo though? foxes? I didn't think so. No, you guys took care of all the turbo foxes you came across. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's head up to the next floor and see what happens. So from so from what you guys uh, know, you the places you haven't looked into yet or haven't examined is the landing pad on level two, uh, and you explored all of level three. All right, landing pad. Okay. Yeah, actually, that's it. Because you are you you already explored all of the. All of the docking platform on four, along with the 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 bridge, the the control bridge, and yeah, yeah. The only thing you guys haven't gone to is the the landing pad on two. Oh, let's check that out. Up the ladder, folks. Yeah, I know the way. We also also there's the other ship too. Yeah, but we wanted to make sure that the base was clear before we moved on onto that. Yeah. All right. Was that an Indiana Jones reference, Adam? Uh, yeah, sure. I know the way. Why not? Ah! All I hear when Adam speaks is Caca! <laughs> <laughs> Alright, all of you should be on level two. Did we check out this door down here? Is that where the docking stuff is? It's gonna be. Uh, it's the only door you have not looked at okay. yet. Yeah, that's gotta be. You guys are heading down the hallway, heading towards the uh, the last door on level two. Who is in the lead? Uh, I tend to take points, so I, you know, even though I'm a little weak, I'm still probably stronger than most of you guys. Yeah, that's probably. Do you feel, safe, do you feel safe doing that? Well, I mean, I'm I'm too dumb to know otherwise. <clears throat> I'll check. I'll check out the door. Anything written on it? Uh, yeah, landing pad. I think this might be the landing pad, guys, but I'm not sure. <laughs> Open the door. Uh, go ahead and. Give me a computer check. Alright. 22. 22. You crushed it. Uh, you go ahead and uh, pop the key card in there and boop, boop, boop. And the door opens. And what you see is a large landing pad. Uh, give me a perception check for whomever enters the room. Is that an imperial... Uh Ship. Only Imperial Stormtroopers are so precise. Oh, yeah, yeah. Biggest lie in that whole movie. I see what you, you're looking at there. Doesn't it look like it? Yeah, yeah. Like when it's I'm, all folded up? I'm yep. betting it is. Yeah. The Imperial Shuttle. Shuttle. Yeah. Oh, uh, great. We have to worry about the Emperor running around. Carapace's perception is a 13. Magnum's is 20. Don't worry about that. That happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Blue Shift is 11. Okay. This was perception, you said? Yes, I did. Okay. That would be a 16. And Rex, you guys rolling? I heard a 21. 21. All right. All of you notice everything that you need to know about this room. Every single thing. With the exception of that one body right there. Oh. He was a boring guy anyway. Uh, so yeah, you guys get into the room, and there are two shuttles in the bay... Uh, the actual uh, like docking doors on the far southern side are currently closed. 
There is a large shuttle in front of you, and off in the distance in the corner there is a smaller shuttle. Uh, in front of the larger of the two shuttles is a body. I... Is there a door big enough for that shuttle to leave the room? Yeah, I was just about to switch into a Gilbert Gottfried voice <laughs> and say, How in the hell does that get out that door? <laughs> I mean, just if you ripped off the wings, you still couldn't fit it through the door. Not even if you dismantled it in pieces would that fit through the door. Hey, maybe Carapace should go ask it if it's alive. Oh, yeah, that that's a thing. It's a really good question. Do you want to? Are you talking about the corpse or the ship? Uh, the ship, you fool. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, ask the corpse, too. <laughs> oh, just, can never be too sure. Check the corpse. Medicine check. 31 for medicine check. Uh, her mouth has been torn open and her brain module extracted. Uh, there is a mm. hole in her torso leading into an empty spark chamber. It looks like it was forcibly removed and pulled out, and there are various scratches and cuts along her shoulder. Uh, like Spark Eater? Yeah, this is Spark Eater signature stuff. Things got hey. a little too freaky. Yeah. Blue Shift, do you recognize who this is? Do I? Uh, you? you do. It is Aqua Shell, one of the uh, one of the, the station's uh, workers. Yes, I do. Don't sound so happy about it, dude. <laughs> she wouldn't go out with you, would she? <laughs> <laughs> she got what she deserved. <laughs> cold, man. Cold. <laughs> All right, I'll do life science on the ship to see if it's living. Go for it. Eleven. You have no idea. <laughs> Hello. Ooh, Carapace, Carapace has a uh, a sixteen. Ooh. Carapace is caressing its tailpipe. I know, right? Carapace, you are fairly confident it is just a shuttle. Okay. Hello, shuttle. How are you doing? <laughs> quiet type, huh? You're looking good. <laughs> You're looking good, shuttle. Real good. I'm going to start heading south towards the, the door, just to make sure there isn't anything else in the room. Pythagoras, you, uh, oh, sorry, Magnum, you speak to the shuttle and it's ignoring you. That's all right, I'm a good talker. Bet you've seen some stuff here, haven't you? Is a friend of yours on the ground? Yeah, I know. Silent type, yeah. <laughs> uh, Carapace, as you move into the the room, uh, you yep. do see something a little strange. Uh, in the center of the the platform is a small impact crater with uh, short gouge marks leading away from the, the center uh, towards the, the body. Uh, almost like a trail. Is there like a hole in the ceiling? Like, did this thing drop through the ceiling, land where it is, and then attack whoever it was? Uh, you would think that, actually. But there's nothing in the, the ceiling that indicates it was dropped down from the, from the ceiling itself. Is there like, are there like girders above? Like, could it have just been stalking up above and then drop down as opposed to like breaking through the, a hole? No, there is, there is, as you're examining the, the ceiling, there is like nothing up there that indicates it was able to drop down from from the ceiling or the catwalks or anything up there. It's like there's nothing to hold on to. Uh, there's no holes. There's, it's, it's very, very suspicious. Huh. 
so the the impact crater is right about here? Right about there or so, yeah. And the drag marks go toward the body here? So about here, right in the middle of the room for the impact crater. And it's it's not so much a drag mark, but they're like gouges, kind of spaced as they uh, as it heads towards where the body is. I'm thinking maybe uh, whatever it was came from the door, if the door was open at the time. Go ahead and make a survival check. Does the crater punch all the way through the floor, or no? Or just leave a dent in the floor. A dent. I have a t- twenty survival. Well, I'm gonna help you out with that. Can you? Uh, I am modifying my dice roll. The herd gives you a plus six total. Okay, so that is a uh, 19 for my roll, so I help you out with two, almost with four. Rex, did you just give him a plus six? Yeah, total. We rolled well. Oh, a lot of surviving going on over there. What's your total there, Pat? Uh, so if that's with a plus eight, then that's a 28. Uh, you can tell that the the gouge marks is a uh, uh, is essentially footsteps. Something landed wherever the the impact is, and ran towards uh, ran towards the body here. Or you would imagine that Aquashell was alive when this thing was running towards her. Oh boy! Jeez, what makes that kind of impact? It makes footprints in metal. Well, you examine what was left of the body. Can you uh, determine that that's what it was that made this impact crater? For sure? Mm. We know we know that's probably what killed her. Actually, with that survival, I will roll it over that, uh, Carapace, you think that the, the spark eater uh, likely was the one who caused the, the impact crater and uh, the, the running, like, footsteps. Okay. That's what I was wondering, because definitely spark eater de- type death. No, it could do that sort of thing. The shuttle bay doors are closed? They are currently closed. Alright, let's keep them that way. Don't open the pod bay doors, Hal. Should we search the shuttles and stuff? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Actually, Magnum will transform into a sensor bay and do a more thorough scan of the room for Energon, that sort of thing. Anybody give me the radiation sweeper? Yeah. Alright, just infrared, radiation, energon, motion, vision, audio. And you're scanning all around the the bay here, you said? Yep. Uh, looks 100% clear. You are getting no uh, extraneous readings aside from you guys. Uh, it doesn't look like there's any other motion or any other things in here. Actually, At least nothing that would be detectable. I just got freaked out by motion because Sweet Spot's moving his icon around the bottom. I just started moving <laughs> in the corner of the screen like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> the, the floor and the landing pad here feels a little bit weird on my tires. Oh, wait. That's because one of them's all tore up. Never mind. Okay, who's going in the shuttles to examine them? I'll check out the little one. At least this dad one knows how to have a conversation. <laughs> Magnum's going I'm gonna, in there. I'm going st- to stay in the middle of the room and just get have my guns ready on the off chance that something comes in. Yeah, okay. that's what I'm doing as well. Okay. Um, I'm similar down here in the corner here. I'll cover Magnum, I guess. All right. Uh, Rex, give me your perception check first. Eleven. 
Uh, you can't tell too much, but you can easily tell a, a couple of things. Uh, one, the the access door for the shuttle is open. Uh, this looks like a kind of like a larger transport shuttle, uh, where every you think that everyone who is stationed here on the on uh, at Oaks could probably fit inside, and it, it's probably an evacuation shuttle of some kind. So if everyone needed to get out. Uh, everyone could get on this shuttle and and get out pretty well. Uh, you also think it probably doubles just for like general transportation for the for the station, uh, just in case uh, someone does need to make a, a trip uh, somewhere else. Uh, with the the door open, you kind of walk in, take a look around. Uh, it looks like. Uh, Aqua Shell was interrupted, kind of in the middle of doing just general maintenance and repairs to the to the ship, and yeah, so she probably heard a noise kind of outside, uh, came out of the ship, left her uh, her repair tools here, and then got killed. So less less likely looking that uh, she was trying to prep prep the, prep the ship in the middle of prepping the ship, or just unexpected. So she wasn't trying to escape. Yeah, it doesn't look like she was trying to like prep the ship for for uh, for flight or anything. Um, but otherwise, like as you walk through the ship, it's it, it's fairly small. I mean, it, it has like I said enough space for uh, for about eight to ten bots or so. Uh, and yeah, uh, looks fairly clean. Nothing looks amiss or out of the ordinary. Uh, I can't imagine you know a whole lot about shuttles, but yeah, everything looks okay. You don't see anything unusual. Uh, do you have uh, engineering or piloting? No, it doesn't look it. No? Okay. Uh, all right, so cool. Hey, you know, maybe these guys don't These guys don't need the shuttle anymore, do they? You saying it's our shuttle now? Is that what you're saying? Oh, well. Possessions. I just pressed the start button. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a start button. It might have been the missile launcher. <laughs> Well, the good news is we Oops. now have a way out of Shuttle Bay. <laughs> Magnum, go ahead and give me a perception check. Alrighty. Perception. You got a 26. 26. Very nice, very nice. Uh, this, unlike the other one, is a very small shuttle, and it is a two-seater. Uh, there is barely enough room for for anything else in there, except for maybe a tiny bit of uh, like material storage, stuff like that. You know, just like a couple of basic supplies. But in the end, it is a a very small shuttle. The door, uh, the the back door to the shuttle is open, and it looks like it 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 looks like it was landed that way, and it hadn't been closed. You can see. A couple of very light kind of like scratch marks uh, towards the like the back of the shuttle, like towards like actually on the like the bottom where the door is. And you can see similar gouges kind of on the, the right side uh, of the, the shuttle door. And as you can take it to take a closer look, you can see what looks like places for like a manacle, like a, like a, some sort of like way of like securing a chain to the like near the back of the the shuttle there. You mean like a bike chain? Uh like like a chain to yeah, a little bit like a bike chain, kind of like a chain to like hold something in place. Like a per like a like a person, like a like yeah. prisoner transport? More like that, yeah. Give me do you have a you have engineering, do you have piloting? No. 
I have a little bit of piloting. If you need me to check something. I have a little bit, but you might want to get Carapace in here and try it, though. Engineering or piloting? Oh. You can choose engineering. Alright. 14 for engineering. It's a typical ship. Nothing unusual about it. I have a 23 piloting. 23 on piloting. Okay. Uh, so you're going to go over to the ship, you examine it. Uh, you can also give me a survival check, since you're going in there. Okay. Uh, that is an 18. 18. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you can actually tell quite a bit on this. The You can definitely tell that the the chains... On the on the sides of the ship are, uh, are were certainly holding something in place, and with the kind of gouge marks on the floor and on the the sides of the walls near where the chains are, uh, you would think that the the spark eater was likely chained up in the back of this shuttle. Who would be dumb enough to chain one of these things up? And bring it in here, and as you can. Continue to examine the the shuttle. You notice that the uh, uh, you notice two things about it. One, the drive system has actually been disabled, and it was disabled very recently, like within the last couple of hours. And the last thing you notice is its identification marker. It belongs to the Kaon Star, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> this is Circuit reporting for the Iacon Newsfeed with breaking news on this day, 6th Cycle 04. Empire of Rust was created, written, and GM'd by Michael Ordway. Carapace is played by Patrick Finn. Wildstrike the Decepticon is played by Mike M. Rex, Blazer, Grazer, and Laser are played by Rob Muller. Pythagoras and Magnum are played by Matthew G. And Adam Chu plays Sweet Spot, junior representative of Velocitron. Stay up to the nanosecond on all the latest news on Cybertron and beyond by tuning into the Transmissions Network. Please support our show by going to transmissionspodcast.com slash rust. Until next time, Cybertron, this is Circuit signing off.